I mean, Jerome. And Jerome makes people. in the motherfucking house, man. Yo, season six, the finale of, what is the show called? Snowfall. I'm a little blow. Oh, no, I ain't on no blow, but a little blow mm. right now. We're trying to get it right. We're going to do three for one for y'all, man, to catch up. Bing, 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 bing. That's the way they released it. They gave us a two for one plus one. So we're going to do a three for one catch up, and then we're going to run it from there. We're going to give y'all our, our opinions, our overview, how we feel about the motherfucking 80s. And now on Snowfall is Coach T. What's up, Coach T? Hey, what's up? What's up? Coach Hayden. Yeah, yeah. I'm Jerome's descendant, Jerome's mom. All right, you're going to be Jerome. All right, that's what's up, mm-hmm. man. Episode yeah. motherfucking one, man. This is it. Franklin, you got to show us what you got, man. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Who want to start, man? Roll the dice. It's been a minute. I'm a little little shaky with it. Lead, and I shall follow. Oh, well, I'll, pro- I'll, probably, I'll probably go ahead and go because I just kind of saw it over the last 72 hours, and... I mean, I don't. I mean, it seems like you got to go to Africa to find honest black people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just never thought people, so many people in Africa, were honest. And and that Wanda, she really cleans up well. It's almost like a a metamorphosis, right? What what she was able to do. She went into like the stage of a cocoon, and if she comes out like that, then being drug free is for me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you go to the fallout, man. Uh, episode one, mm-hmm. and what one of the things I love about it, like me and Tone, and uh, also yourself, the music. You know, you got some of that Isaac Hayes that walk on by. Mm. You know, and that's deep. That's, I always I always connect with the music. So, you know, when I heard that, and uh, you know, looking at the scene. You know, you had the mailman walking up, the delivery man walking up to the little girl. He said, mm-hmm. oh, where's your dad? You know, how long mm-hmm. you been sitting out here? You know, and, you know, her her dad never came home, you know. And all of a sudden, she's walking around the neighborhood, and, you know, she see him up underneath, you know, under under that yellow tape. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, episode one. Right, mm-hmm. season six, episode one. What we going at with it? We still looking at vengeance. We looking at the return of Franklin, trying to recoup what uh, Reed took from him um, by way of taking out the family, taking, mm. out, taking out Jerome, mm-hmm. taking out Auntie, because it's an all-out war at this point, man. This business yeah. ain't personal. As Dino said, it's that well, time. So the episode one is called the Fallout. It's 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 uh, affably titled the Fallout for that specific reason. And frankly, they dumped a lot of bodies on us. They, I felt like they just dumped a lot of bodies on us right away. Uh, it it was a little. It, I was kind of taken back. It was too many deaths in that that first episode. Man, I'm not gonna lie. Man, it's the age. It's snowfall, man. I mean, people was dropping like flies out there. You got submachine Uzis. You got a. <laughs> you got crack. You got money. You got the cartel. Which, by the way, the cartel just 
just uh, executed uh, two in real life, man. Uh, uh, this is a side note. Somebody going down to Mexico to get a Tommy Tuck with, with four, three, three other family members. Got jacked by the cartel, man, and left for dead. Crazy. Mm. Mm. Crazy. Mm. That border, man. Border life, man, on the West Coast. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah, the, the fallout, man. You just, you got basically Teddy. Teddy, uh, you know, is, is playing chess because he's basically, like you said, it's divide and conquer, you know. He's he trying to divide and conquer. You get them all fighting, he don't have to take everybody out there, take out each other. It's, it's so, like, with, so Teddy is kind of like uh, those people who raise, like, pumas in their house. <laughs> Teddy, man. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy, unfortunately, we got to liken Teddy to Teddy. Teddy is a... Uh, Teddy playing chess, as 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 was said, but man, it's it's sad seeing the show go in this direction where, you know, you got the rogue agent wants to get back in with the agency so bad that you took, you know, as you refer to him, Coach T, you you refer to Franklin as the asset. You took the asset and you burned the asset by by stealing the stealing the uh the golden coins, man. That he put in the work, he labored for the government. You know what I'm saying? Um, unofficially, working through you by you being the plug. But um, but he's caused a lot of these killings, right? He caused a lot of the killings, but. I mean, more importantly than that, man, we got to look at, look at, we got to think about this, right? As we examining season six, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little more. I'm going to go a little deep with this thing. We, beyond entertainment, I'm looking at the long-term impact of the cocaine crack game, Mm -hmm. uh, what this is focusing on and the impact of what it did to the, Brown people community. I'm not gonna say black. We ain't black. But brown people, albeit Latino, uh, uh, Caribbean, island, African, Africans on on the native land, whatever. Mm. The state of the black community. We saw we're coming uh, forward into the 80s now. Civil rights happened in '68, around that time. You're seeing the diminishing of a terror of the black community where the gangs are forming and they're having a stronghold on the streets where people are trying to live there every day in a normal sense and function around this whole other wicked underworld that lives above ground, you know, that they can see day in and day out, man, you know, um, from episode one. Well, I just think we're getting ready. I think we were getting our efforts ready for Desert Storm. <laughs> Ali North, baby. Ali North. Absolutely. Yeah, so segmenting, segmenting, um, segmenting, segmenting a little more in uh, episode one. Uh, what do you guys think about Franklin taking uh, taking V? 
she he took her to the spot. He showed her the new setup of the spot where the cocaine mm-hmm. and the uh well let me rephrase that. I apologize. Where the dope. Okay, oh, can, can we say dope? Or should we say cocaine? Uh I mean I would I I mean I would prefer uh I would prefer cocaine because they just legalized it somewhere else, didn't they? In Canada, absolutely. I'm gonna say blow though for the sake of the show, because yeah. you know they told they told Master P he couldn't use the word dope, so he had to say ghetto D. So I'm gonna say blow. So he so well he then that's the copyright ball. infringements with the movie. I guess he he took he took he took V to the to the spot, the new location of the stash house, and he showed her, and she panicked. Well, she panicked. let me let me. Let me pause for a sec. He showed her, but who did who did he not show? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he did not show his writers. Right. That would be that would be Black Diamond. And uh what's 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 the what's the homegirl? Black I know Black Diamond is the, the one lady. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Those his, those his two hitmen. Yeah. Right. Well, one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, two yeah. at the time. I mean. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. No, she's, she, she's still with us. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't, I, I mean, I, I'm just sorry, man. I'm just kind of getting over it a little bit. I just, I just wish I could sit Jerome. I just wish I could sit people down and we could just communicate right now, man. I mean, and that's, and that was the workout, man. Franklin, Franklin took, he took the negotiations over. And he he's doing it like a boss, man. You know, everybody everybody is making their move on the board. Right. So you got Teddy. You got Teddy Teddy trying to track down the peoples. You got Franklin making sure he got a backdoor situation for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? He pulled a play or he checking on Teddy. Teddy folks. Uh he calling me in all favors, man. He got all his hitters on guard, just waiting. And he really playing this. He playing this thing big boy style for a person who was really. Uh, I don't want to call him the Mahat. I don't really want to call him the Mahatma Gandhi or or Martin Luther King. <laughs> but you know he he was a peaceable man. He he wasn't necessarily on that 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 violence first. You know, he was just trying to get the business done. But now Franklin got the gloves off, man, and he's going in. He don't have to sit down and, and, and say, look, man, look, make sure y'all got the intel on these people. Keep keep a tab on them. And uh, furthermore. Teddy you know, wants that girl he, back. He wants that young lady back, too. Yeah. 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 You got, you got this Gustavo, you know, uh, you know, trying to maintain his family, mm-hmm. and he don't know how to, you know, feel about Teddy. He don't know how to feel about uh, the auntie, Louis. Hey, uh, hey, Coach T, Coach T, let me let me interrupt. Let's be clear. Who has Gustavo? Is it the Fed, local Fed agency, or is it another another CIA? That guy I, think it, up. I think it's CIA. Mm. 
because the mom is with the KGB. And, you know, you got the CIA trying to take down Teddy. Like, yeah, but but I'm saying I'm saying the heavy set white dude that that got they they got Gustavo at the end of uh at the end of season five. I wasn't yeah. clear if that was just you know saying like a local FBI situation where they got him, or is that an extension of the CIA and trying to crack another case? See, it's a lot of things that's not clear. Yeah. Uh, Third-party vendors. But the reason why I say it's a larger is because they they seem they they keep repeating that Teddy is the prize later down the line, and I think if there was a smaller outfit, they wouldn't really know about Teddy because you haven't if you haven't noticed. Teddy has broken away from the day-to-day activities. He's he's letting he's letting <laughs> Gustavo handle all the you know things, and he's letting Louis. It, it, it's kind of like Gustavo was the plug now. Teddy Teddy is not getting in a place to where you know as as we saw earlier with Franklin. Teddy's not getting in a place where someone could record him or he can get shot at the you know at the meeting point. Teddy has letting, you know, he's letting Gustavo take the lead on all that stuff. So that's what leads me to believe it's a larger entity, not, you know, not just local. He can't. It's a lot of, it's a lot of loose ends, man. You got, you got Ari dead. He went, yes. to, go, he went to go visit Ari people. Right. And Ari, pe- and Ari, Ari people had a stern message for Teddy. Get the f- out of here, boy. <laughs> we don't need you. I got gone now. So right. our business is done. No. Mm. You let him die. Right, and you basically got like the KGB too, if you look at it one way. You know, he cut the head off the snake because basically he he wanted to put Teddy in a noose. Because now, you know, with him taking out Hobby, you know, Hobby ain't just a nobody. Hobby, Hobby got people, you know. Uh, you took them guns out. Yeah. Is, is, was Avi an Israeli? That's he what is. It is. Oh, he is. Yeah, but but here's the thing, though, right? Now, going forward, episode one, again, we're trying to do three for one, so we're going to run about 20 minutes on each segment here. Mm-hmm. Condense this thing, catch y'all up, then we're going to run forward from there. Mm-hmm. Now, with, with, do, you think, do you think Franklin is being counterproductive uh, his mother set up this meet. <clears throat> the intuition is not there because he's emotional, trying to get this money back or as much as it can. Mm-hmm. You think Franklin was counterproductive by allowing his mother to influence him to have this meet with the KGB guy? Uh, I mean, he he could have knocked him off at any time. I felt this though. Yeah, I think it's kind of productive, and but I'm not gonna go into why right now. I'm gonna wait till we get to the wrap up of three because it all ties it all ties in. But basically, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say moving forward and from what he learned from. 
let's just put it as a kingpin type of situation or let's say a mob boss type situation because that's going to come into play later on uh, as we have a fallout, you know, as we had in Sopranos and a couple other things. Big it's, rules, it's, it's rules to this. You know what I mean? You got to... You you don't ever bring in uh, certain influences to help you move forward. You basically you got to have some type of omerta, or you know you keep the you keep the feds or different things out your business. And I'm gonna just leave it at that. I'm gonna expand on that as we get to three. I love it, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for bringing in our college essay word of the day, Murta. So y'all make sure y'all look that one up and keep up with us as Coach T going to always drop some extra science on us to keep us flowing out here. Well, <laughs> you, know, you know that's that mafia code of silence, and I'm, I'm going to come back to that because it does tie it in. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. So, one, we going in. There's a lot going on, a lot transpired, a lot of meetings, man. Big B. Big D, he he became the new plug when uh man when old mm. boy left and went to Africa. Mm. Leon. From, when Leon when Leon walked away from the game, he gave Big D the spot. He said, "Man, you got it." Big D, you want to work for me? Big <laughs> D out here slacking on his macking, man. He he feeling himself too much, man. As most middle tier to street level kingpin people are. What's going on with Big D, man? What what you see happening to him in this whole thing? Uh, a careless, a careless niggas with power. Hmm. I don't know now. Big D, Big D, Big D might surprise us, but I just it, it, it it's interesting to see how we went from the inception of this whole thing where these boys was just trying to get some money and then Franklin had the aha moment and figured out this thing could be huge. Then you had the uh, the infamous uh, sodomy scene in the first season uh, when, they, when, they had to ch- when they tried to go get their get back was they was trying to get put on in them streets, man. And then Leon had his opportunity to run things as a general or a lieutenant on the streets. He had some ups and downs. He lost a few soldiers out there. And ultimately, you know, because of love on top of that, the streets broke Leon. Yeah. Africa, and and he and he and he was out after the after uh, Louis and Jerome got married. He was like, man, he pulled a Nas on us from Belly, man. I'm going. To- mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So you said when 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 we go on our our trip to Africa, we kind of come back broke or something like that. We're not coming back to visit America. I ain't saying that. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. His, his, his feelings was his feelings. His, he was, and I, when I say broke, I mean I mean broken. His spirits was broken as a person. Like the game, like you said, all of the killing, all of the violence had took a toll on you, man. It took a toll on it took a toll on Leon. 
it's it's a lot of deaths, man. I can't even if I had to factor the number of characters. We we had at least twenty people, right? That we got close to intimate with over a five season period. Yeah, yeah I know. Right. Alta's not yeah. dead. Alta's yeah. not dead. Yeah. You had the white boy looking at the comment. You got to remember how Franklin came up, you know, with Harvey, you know, you know, with the with the guy shooting the uh, flicks, the yep. porno films, you yep. know, and then, you know, basically, you know, you went from Franklin, a two brick, two brick guy, you know, he learned how to move that to a kingpin, you know, but, you know, he lost a lot of friends on the way or even the friends he hasn't lost. You know, the dynamics are changed, whether it be with the family, whether it be with Leon, you know, or different people he had to knock off, you know, girlfriends, you know, different things like that. So but getting back to the question about Big D, Dion, the 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 show kind of slows down when you saw the transition of Leon saying, hey, look, I'm about to go to Ghana. You also see him talking to Javi. And we talked about the past where Leon says, look, I have everything that I need. There's nothing, you know, I'm not trying to be Franklin. I'm a hood dude. This is this is the most things that i ever seen. This is all that I need. Uh, hey, I'm about to go to Ghana, get in touch with my roots, you know, and, and move forward. Like, I, I don't I don't need this game. I don't need to, I don't need anything more. Right. Whereas you got, you got Dion, Big D, he's hungry, man. You see, you see. Leon now starts to have more perspective. You see Big D playing dominoes, busting shots up in the air. Like, domino, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm the boss now. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah, but yeah. You haul ass. You going where you want to go. I'm going to take over this project. It's my project. And you, know, you know what we grew up on? My projects. You know what I'm saying? It's my yeah, project. Ask him, did he need a job? <laughs> that's what, you know, if it was, you know, if it was a little further in time, that's what they would have been blasting at that time. You know, if I, if I was the music man right there, that's what I would have blamed. Hey, you, it would have been my project. Mm. Well, yeah, that little part where you got Dion busting up. Yeah. Domino, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the boss now. And, you know, and shout nobody, out Scarface, right? Yeah, nobody oppo- opposed either. Dion, like, it's me. Nobody opposed. They're accustomed to that that lifestyle, that setting. Right. And, um. It, it's but Dion, I'm, I'm gonna put him in the likeness of the soldier that was working for our man. Oh my God, I can't call his name right now. Who, who, but why? But why you search for that? To me, no, no, no. Dion. No, no, nah. hold on one second. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you for some help, T. Scully, I got it. You remember, yeah, you remember Scully. You can't you remember, forget Scully now. DeAndre Bonds. You remember Scully, lieutenant, that tried to undermine and, and make a side deal um, in season five. Yes, he's also the guy that's in um, All-American. Yeah, because he, uh, was, he, was, he was ready to come up. He was ready to come up. So now Big D is in that. He's actually in the position now. He got him a spot. Got him a trap spot and everything. I I just I just hope that Big D can be careful uh, as we watch this thing play out. 
and 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 at least last for five six episodes, you know, because that other guy didn't make it two episodes. Uh, once he tried to get slick and 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 uh, cut a side deal, which Franklin propositioned him with the dope that he took from, excuse me, with the blow that he took from uh, Jerome, and said, "Hey, I got the cheaper price. Work with me if you want to make this thing happen." But see, and I'm gonna get back to this too. But that's what this whole thing has been on—people undercutting, you know. People, people, you know, Franklin undercut uh, Teddy, you know, and you had Louis undercut Franklin, you know. They basically they cut them all the way out, you know. But well, how much did Teddy pay for his his supply? I I can't tell you that, but at the time. Franklin really didn't care because Franklin was on his way out. It wasn't it wasn't a necessity. But really, you know, it comes back later on, and I don't want to get into it till we get to that episode. You know, Franklin Franklin was like, yeah, you know, Louis Louis has been money hungry, you know, and Jerome should have not have let Louis make some of those decisions that she made. Of course, you money. Of course, you money hungry because you know why. Uh-oh. You know why. A woman never satisfied. Oh, hey, come on, man! You can't say that. <laughs> hey, without getting without getting into all that now, them two hitters, man. them two hitters are uh, Diamond and the other girl. You gotta remember now, all them were strippers. They never satisfied. So here, hey, here's the kicker. Oh Jesus! Louis was making good money, but again, she got the long tooth. She got the long tooth. She didn't want to take orders no more because she said they 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 were doing all the risk. They were, they, you know what I'm saying, the risk was on them. So mm. she, she wanted to have her own operation. She was tired of, t- hey, hey, she was tired of working at Burger King for this little young whippersnapper. She was ready to get out there and be the whole manager of her, her her shop, which, again, women ain't never satisfied at the day. It afforded you a lifestyle better than your lifestyle as it stands because you wasn't nothing but a hoe. I mean, and it's kind of complex because she kind of helped raise Franklin too, right? Got, hold on, y'all got quiet over there. Y'all left me out when I said she wasn't well, nothing but a hoe. But I mean, I just think the complexity of it because she helped raise Franklin too, right? No, nah, she ain't helped raise. I mean, she 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 helped bail him out of situations. But Louis was uh, uh Louis was uh, a person working in the clubs. Um, yeah, but a, but she but her and Jerome's love is unconditional. I mean that that I mean that shit right there, man. I mean that. I just don't like it when Jerome and Louis fight. It just it it worries me. You know what I'm saying? Man, what what was unconditional about that bullshit? We got a person who, hey, it's like anything else. You know what they say? The dopamine, the dopamine has a worn off. Jerome Jerome been 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 halfway in it himself. He was really trying to get out the whole game after they almost blew a head off. Mm. They almost blew her head off in season five. They almost ended Louis. I Jerome thought she was, was gone. 
Hey, Jerome was ready to go at the end of the day, but they circled back. So here we go, man. Let's tie it all up. Let's tie it all up. Let's piece up. Let's piece up one. So, I mean, the loose ends on this thing was, of course, Bumpy, you know, and the Miss. He's not on the force anymore. He's putting in work out there. And uh, let's get to the back door, man. Uh, but but I just want to make this this one small PSA about about uh about the mom. What's the mom called? They call her sissy on here. Sissy, yeah, sissy, yeah. I think they call her sissy on the wire too. Sissy hey, Saints. Listen, sissy Saints. From Tom to you, please don't play another. Mother raising a drug dealing selling boy role. Stop letting them tight cash you, miss. We tired of seeing this because what I take from this whole show is you can't raise no children. All your children been drug dealers. You got Franklin and you got D from the wire. And I'm tired of seeing you tight cast in these type of you hard on these women tonight, man. Yeah. Hey, this is a finale, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Hey, so we we could talk about the show, but we also got to leave some. And she played stuff. Biggie Smalls' mom in the uh, in Notorious, the, the movie. Oh, damn. See, I didn't even know that. I never uh, seen I, that. Oh, I was joking, yeah. actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, that was a big lady. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but I, I was just saying, you know, another, just on a caveat, man, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wipe the flow with a lot of these stereotypes. Like people get, with, I don't understand people getting typecast and being portrayed as the same negative character that honestly fucked up our communities. Like Tyler Perry playing RuPaul. There you go. Yeah, well, we said it. Here. I, I don't know if you saw, I just posted about a week ago, uh, Nia Long, Nia Long was having an interview with somebody, and she said that, you know, she had been a while, you know, in between roles, you know, she was, it, it had been a while in between jobs, you know, way after Love Jones and some other stuff. So her agent was like, well, damn, I guess you don't want to work. So Nia Long was like, I'm not going to work if these are the only roles that's available. I'm not going to just go play anything. And if it comes to it, I've been broke before. So it's not no new thing. I'm not worried about not having money. I'm not going to compromise myself to make money for, you know, for some for tight cast bullshit roles. Right. Right. It, it's not necessary, man. And I mean, when you... When you when you see this, I'm looking at it, right? And I'm like, did somebody find you in the crack house and send you to acting school? Because if this if this the and I know she's been on a couple of CSI uh, cop shows on the flip side, but I you know she's synonymous for being the on the wire, the uh, a uh, Avon Barksdale sister. <laughs> Uh, and then she's a sissy saint on here. She's Franklin's mom. And and 
And but what it does is it promotes a certain level of toxicity amongst black women who try to raise boys when there should be fathers there raising these boys. This is my Joe Rogan public service announcement serious moment. I'm glad you're going down this avenue because it does tie in into a wrap-up on season three. So I'm going to just leave it at that. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. It, it, but the, 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 my anim, I'm analyzing this to say what we see, what they say. They, they normally say art imitates, a life imitates art. And most people's perception of the come up is influenced by music and film. That's why you got so many people thinking they could be Scarface. Oh yeah, like Tupac was supposed to play Baby Boy, Jody or Baby Boy, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, but and, but you know, just just keeping it on the on the straight and narrow on this, just just trying to be short before we jump on the episode two. Fifty Saint is a classic female living in bad socioeconomic situations of giving in to the young man's dream of being able to win as a street pharmacist Mm. and knowing what she knows because she had a background in real estate on the show Mm -hmm. and that that was that was her ambition was to make money and get out of the uh slumlord which kind of seems like she had a little possible greasy sleazy situation with him um, as she was being the property manager, uh, as which was shown over the seasons, uh, but 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 I think she wanted the CVS. I think she wanted. I think I don't. I kind of disagree with you because I think she was she was kind of in her mind thinking Franklin Saint was going to create like Walgreens or CVS type of situations with the crack. Never that. Never that. Uh, oh. I mean, it, what's understood is, is understood, which which. You know, the brother lays out when they had to sit down at the table. Jerome spoke to her, and he was explicit, you know, saying how he had to help her out when they relocated from Texas out to to Oakland. And then he slid on down the coast and went down to L.A. And when the husband, Black Panther, former Black Panther, Start having this drug issues, he offered a hand for her to come down and you know get it together. So people try to bail her out, and then her son, who was a pretty smart kid, obviously Franklin was was pretty intelligent. When she saw what she saw, the intervention could be one of two things: either hey, get out the game, or get out my house. But to to continue to harbor the behavior of the black male figure who struggles with his identity because the father isn't there, but shit is 
is kosher as long as you bringing in all this money and paying these bills. Mm-hmm. We got it. We got to end that because, yo, we filled up enough institutions, but now we're in a we're in a deeper state now in America these days, where parenting specifically on both sides, men and women, yo, we got to get a hold of raising our children and doing the best we can because even when they're coming from good households. Or excuse me, two parent households. I mean, let me just be specific. Even when they come from two parent households, it still doesn't pan out if you're abusing your children verbally, mentally, like John Morant. Well, you got to get the Chick Fil A. I mean, if you just offer them Chick Fil A and leave it at that, you good. Now nah, you ain't hear me though, like John Morant, because see. What you- what you mean by John Morant? He like just John like his Morant. dad. Like John Morant. John Morant said his father is his biggest hater. So oh. he's from the two-parent household, but was still badgered to death. And now with the psychological damage, look at look at the flip side of it. The good kid want to be the thug once he got money because of the trauma. So that's why I say I wanna I wanna touch it on her 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 character type casting, but I you know what I'm saying I rolled John Miranda to that because I don't want to I don't want to leave it out there and I'm not trying to shit on single parents. Yeah man, that's a lot to put on a black woman man. Yeah, I hear you though, but uh, fuck okay. you. In other day. Just to piggyback on that, just to piggyback on that though. Yeah. Um, whether you from a single parent, whether you're from a multi-parent, whether you're from a two-parent, whatever your support system is, at some point, they got to say, hey, if you're doing the right things, hey, son, job well done. Whereas, I guess in John Morant's case or other people's case, and I've seen it with some of my friends, no matter how well they do, it's never good enough. Well, you... You did X, Y, Z, but you should have did this, you know. You did, you know, you accomplished this, but you should have accomplished that and this. You know, they never get that data, boy. They never get that hug. They never get that affirmation. They never get that, you know, what they may need. And you need that, you know, especially as a young, you know, young man to say, all right, this is where you are. This is where you need to go, you know. In a lot of situations, especially, you know, nowadays, we've gotten away from tough love. We got, we've gotten away, no matter if you're religious or not, from hope and faith. Hope, faith, and tough love doesn't mean that you're going to make things easier. That means you're going to make things possible. Mm. Hey, so, hey, everybody got a parent, bro, at the end of the day, man. Like, hey, it, 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 hey listen, man. A nut is nothing without water. If you're going to mm. ski and repeat, take care of them. Put the effort in to educate yourself on your shortcomings and stop trying to live vicariously through the children. It ain't your turn. You missed your chance at the end of the day for some people. Stop mm. trying to raise a, pro, a, 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 a prodigy. And let's, you know what I'm saying, let's stay on point with the show. Let's stay on top with the show. But, you know what I'm saying, stop trying to raise a prodigy, more or less. 
But back to these last last meets, man. Episode yeah, you, one. You still on point with the show because Franklin, as 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 Sissy is doing some good parenting. Mm. Sissy, I give her, not completely, but as far as being a mother, not as far as being trying trying to help a kingpin. That's that's two separate things. But as far as being a mother, I agree. She 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 takes them. Oh, we're gonna have a meeting at the museum. Okay, mm-hmm. so she asked him, "Hey, look, what's wrong with you?" Because she could see something's on in, in, in his face and his demeanor. She goes, "Hey, whatever it is, we could post we could postpone this." And frankly, insists, "No, no, we gonna meet, you know, whatever." But you got to look at two things. One, Chrissy let Ruben, the KGB guy, hey, we're gonna have a meeting ten o'clock tomorrow at the museum. You let him set the meeting and you let him rush you. You let him dictate everything. Get close to your baby. Right? So right then something should have went off in her head. Mm-hmm. Why, why Why this got to be so immediate? And then you picking a place and everything. You, she didn't really say much. Right? That's, so that's, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's the emotional side of this shit, man, that that's how I say it's like everybody had they they string of emotions going through um all the way from the point of drugs being introduced to people who didn't do drugs um socially and then then they started taking drugs to cope uh over time that being Wanda that was addict that became addicted to crack cocaine had to go cold turkey on it franklin's uh you know one of his one of his love interests as well had somebody introduce drugs to her at a party and stuff. But, you know, to the point with the mom, nobody's thinking because everybody's thinking with vengeance. They're not thinking with a cool, clear head. And sometimes, like I said, like I said, it's best to just move on from from the standpoint of any shit you can do with certain situations. You can't be a hero in every circumstance. You know what I mean? Like, my son's selling dope. That ain't my thing. Hey, bro, don't bring it to my house. Don't bring it to my door. I see you around because I don't know who following you. I don't know who after you. And since he don't got in so deep from from a standpoint of, honestly, bringing the mold right to the door. So now everybody at risk that she interacts with because she thinks she's acting in the best interest to get vengeance for a degenerate husband or ex-husband. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you going coming at Alton like that, bro? Hey, man, fuck that, bro. We on, we on real talk. We is not on no play shit. We got to address the issues straight up. No, gotta, but hold on, man. I just feel like you, you never respected Alton, man. It ain't about respecting Nelson. It's about seeing, just calling the calling the spade a spade. We ain't here to hold hands and saying kumbaya. Everybody got a perspective. I said a degenerate husband. You so y'all trying to avenge wherever he is because we don't know. We ain't see the body. You know what I'm saying? We ain't, we ain't see the body at all, so we don't know what the circumstances is. <laughs> but hey, you can't forget now, Franklin. Let him get hit too by Teddy. Yeah, but but now we talking seventy million dollars plus missing. A man death is in question. All of y'all are committing criminal acts 
and y'all trying to stick around in the same goddamn neighborhood. It's 48 contiguous states. I don't got my shit and slid on and say, fuck Cali, if I got a few milli. But you got a kid who's trying to stay and be the kingpin. You got a conflicted love, love flame situation between the mom who can't get over the fact that Teddy allegedly has done something to her ex-husband. Now all y'all motherfuckers in the pot, and the pot is boiling. Well, one thing I didn't understand, because they did make a little small move in expansion with Louis and Jerome, Arkansas. I thought they mm. was going to I thought they was going to slide to Arkansas, you know, because they did see it was a good little area. You know, they did that for a little bit and they came back. They laid low for a little bit and came back. But I'll come and back to that. It ain't enough Walmarts there for all of them. Yeah, but the Arkansas, uh, yeah, they still in business, right? That went over y'all head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I caught it. Yeah. But nah, man. So check it. But just to to tighten it up, though, real quick. So now, you know, Sissy is going to Franklin like, look, we can put this off. I see you got something else going on. You know, I see you dealing with other things. We can put this off. So Franklin like, no, we're going to do it. You know, you're going to set up the meeting. We're going to do the meeting. You know, so even when they do get to the museum, uh, she tells Franklin, "Hey, leave leave everything else outside, because now you finna have a meeting, right? But then you got to peep a couple of things. As soon as Franklin starts talking to Ruben, the KGB guy, he said, "Yeah, my mom used to bring me here all the time when I was a kid. Like I know this museum inside and out. That's what he tells the KGB, you know. And they walk around. He doesn't really say anything until." Ruben shows him the briefcase where he assumes nothing's in there. You know, then he starts spilling his guts and the guy, you know, the guy basically has some type of recording device, you know, on him that you yeah. see him, you see him sharing with the other guy later. Hold, so on, ba- hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's pump our brakes real quick, man. Let's talk about, let's talk about Black Diamond getting her brains beat the hell out. By hey, come on, man. Jesus. Hey, wait, man. Wait, wait, wait! We gotta back it up to see y'all don't jump on y'all don't jump on episode two. So we still we closing out one man. We talking about we talking about uh what his name is what they call him Bumpy the 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 cop that was on the force long on the force Jerome came yeah. basically. I was and, trying to uh, close out the museum. I wasn't going to two yet. Yeah, you jumped on the museum. Yeah, they, they, I'm I'm, I'm you talking. I'm watching. That's season yeah. two. Episode two. Yeah, one. my bad. Yeah. Yeah, but on, on oh. one, man, man, Jerome went down. He had a talk, talk, boom, boom, boom. This is the sit down. Everybody got their sit down. They had a chance to. We'll get some kickback on the line. Yeah, they, they, they had some lay down on the table. Jerome got some kickback, kickback on the line. Can't hear you clearly. Yeah. yeah. You can't hear me? I got you now. Oh, basically, yeah. this I had said that I, I did jump to the museum part, but what I wanted to say was the mom talking to to trying to convince Franklin to have the meeting, uh, you know, 
Basically, she's like, listen, America don't give a shit about you. You know. You don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, and she tells Franklin, hey, Teddy, Teddy could have killed me too, but he didn't kill me because the, because he doesn't have any fear for me. He's no threat, you know. And basically, she just basically wants revenge. And she asked Franklin, like, are you with me, Saint? You know, and uh, basically she's like, yeah, Ruben, you know, Ruben's going to help me, you know. And basically you see the girls make the drop off in the hood, you know. And uh, you see you see Big D, you know, fucking with her, talking about, hey, do, 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 big, do uh, big bitches have certain shit, you know, big coaches. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's like, "Shit, I'm a mountain climber." <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I think that I just I just think that fundamentally goes to show uh, how some of these communistic countries are always allies with the oppressed people of other countries, right? Absolutely. And I think that I think that right there, it that narrative and that relationship in itself. I mean, I think she was very, very politically astute to take advantage of that relationship uh, in, in sort of a fairy tale way, like Angela Davis, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes to show. They say uh, they got they got broke. They got allegedly the poorest communities got the most drugs, got the most guns, illegal guns, quote unquote. Where we get all this cash from, but we can't buy no houses. Well, but Vladimir Putin said the most interesting thing about the United States of America is Tupac Shakur. Yeah, um, we talked about this on other podcasts, though. The hood is the plug. The hood is the lifeblood of any town. You know what I mean? It's just that. It's just that. Think about it. Where, where is the money put into? You know, where, where is, for instance, what's the emphasis in the hood versus the emphasis in quote unquote blue collar or white collar areas? You know, we we can't. Not, a lot of people thinking about instant gratification. They're not thinking yeah. about. They're not thinking about investments. So, we, you know, like you said, you're gonna do what you what you grow up seeing in the movies, what you grow up seeing on television. So. You're not gonna do it the hard way. You're gonna do it the way you know to make money and make money quick. Trapping ain't dead, y'all niggas scared, man. Is it chemical or is it chemistry? At the end of the day, that's what we seeing out here. But the setup came, man. Jerome came down. He had some words with Big D. He said, "Hey, man, what you mean? You gonna you gonna go against me for Franklin? That's my dope. Mm. All right. I need you to get that dope. And then what they do? They roll up. They come in with the with the uh with the setup, Jerome got the police on payroll. Louis mm. Jerome and Louis got them on payroll. They slide in behind the ladies as they make the drop, and then the confrontation happens. Mm. Unfortunately, it's a R.I.P. moment for one of the characters on the show, Black Diamond, where you saw yet again you got confrontation, man versus woman. Man loses his his absolute fucking mind and beats the lady living brains out. Crazy. 
Jerome pummeled Black Diamond and took her out. And what do we see on the streets, though? That was a message for me. The message that I saw in that scene was atypical of any community, not just the, not just the brown community, but any community where people stood around and watched the low-down, dirty act go down. Nobody ran up, tried to sweep in, push him off, interrupt the situation. So what does that remind me of? They low-key did a reverse psychology on us. They brought the cops in with a dirty character and allowed him to do the same thing that the cops have done repeatedly time over time throughout all these national cases that we've seen played out over the news mm. where they where they've killed the assailant that they stopped and there's a crowd gathering yet no one does anything. Colors. Crazy. Colors. Uh hey man, well you you run down the list of the, the, the bodies, George Floyd and so on and so on, man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because what got me with that is her ride or die partner, man. I'm not saying she could have stopped her, but was she frozen in fear? <laughs> or what the hell was going on? Because all she did was say, stop hitting her. <laughs> Why the hell she ain't diving Jerome ass? I've seen people stop lying attacks. You're right. You're right, Kupski. I mean, and the, and, the, and that's, and the, hey, and that's the point that I'm trying to make. I mean, with the storytelling of it, understood. But at the same <laughs> time, y'all already in the streets, man. And y'all know that you're doing some high-risk stuff. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day. He got to kill us both, right? Hey, there you go. Uh-huh. There you yeah. go. Or maybe there Jerome snaps out of it, right? There you go. There's another. There's right. another yo, so there. So now you're a witness, in fact, to your homegirl murder, and all you can do is say stop, stop. But, but under the circumstances, <laughs> I'm not sure if she was the shooter or the other girl was the shooter. But I think she was the sh- both of them shot at Louis. So you y'all comfortable with the guns? So I'm not understanding why you didn't open fire or allow them to kill you because if these if these are cops. One of them was, it's, no, both, no, 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 I think the white guy is no longer on the force either. So. The supporting so Jew. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not saying that. I ain't talking about, uh, uh, I, ain't, I, ain't talk, I ain't talking about they hit man that they got. Uh, I'm talking about the white, the white guy that was driving that put through that through the lights. Uh, I don't think he's on the force either. But anywho, nonetheless, man, that's how shit goes down in the hood. And it happens time after time where people see the acts happening. And then when the questioning comes around, nobody wants to say shit because what's the key phrase that we like to use? I ain't my business. Yep, yep. Ain't none of my business and I ain't no snitch. Episode one, man. Here we go. We got through it. Two, sit down. I'm sorry. Oops, my fault. Episode two was a sit down. My fault, my fault. The fallout was up. Sit down. Sit down. Yeah, man, it's going to be an ugly season, man, season six. Y'all like the show or not? How y'all feeling about this season? 
They could have they could have met at a diner where there was some pancakes. <laughs> See how you feel about the, how, about the first three shows so far, man. I'm gonna circle back to him, but man, I like I like the pace of the first yeah. two. I didn't really like. We'll, we'll, I I rather I rather I rather comment at the end of three, but just just to add another piece to one before you go get all the way into two. Um, coming back, they 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 opened the they opened the um first episode where you know if you see me walking down the street, the the you know the Isaac Hayes, and I start to cry. Each time we meet, walk on by. So that's going back to your point about hey, I ain't see shit. <laughs> you see me in suffering, act like you ain't see me. I hear you, man. So so these so these songs, these music, man, it's deep. It it, it definitely ties in to the to the point that you're making. Perfectly well, placed soundtrack. Because lyrics, well, the lyrics make believe. That you don't see me, that you don't see the tears. Oh, just let me grieve in private, because each time I see you, I break down and cry. Oh, baby, walk on by. Well, Appreciate well, it. and, and the top that is, the conversation I was had between Franklin and Jerome was a uh, was was sort of a uh, a pseudo derivative of the old USSR in, in America, right? Uh, it, it's the restraint that they've shown amongst each other and, and not getting up and going at it right away. And, and, you know, I mean, when he says something about his Lady Liberty is when he slapped that old country across the face, right? And then all hell broke loose. And, you know, it was, it was, it was almost like that, what was that, Spudnik thing? It was a big, it was a big race to the moon, right? And, and uh, you know, uh, what's that? I say yes, sir. Yeah, so I mean, does that kind of make sense? I mean, I thought it was a, uh, uh, it was a big country, and then there was a sovereign nation trying to grow up, you know, in mass production, industrial complex. I mean, I mean, it's like this, right? That slap was like the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap. Mm-hmm. The big guy picking on the little guy yet again. This has been this has been brewing for a while. Ever since they got uh ever since the setup of the uh the brother that was trying to set Franklin up uh season four to five where Franklin started feeling some type of way. Man boy about and you know, not to add with all the things that's going on, Peaches is still on the land. You know, that was uh that was the wrong guy. <laughs> so, in order for you to become who you're gonna become at the end of the day, you gotta take your licks. And Franklin is like Timex, man. He keeps on ticking. Um, and we're gonna see. So episode episode two. We rolling right into it, man. Sit down. The meats, the Greeks, more meats, more Greeks. We catching up 
I'm skimming over it real quick. Excuse me. Franklin got the word. What happened to Black Diamond? He had to come to the realization, man. It's really real out here. It's real. Yeah. It's yeah. really real. Gustavo got the scenario coming up where he's trying to make sure Teddy isn't tipped off about him uh, basically about to turn state evidence on him. Yeah, Frank, I mean, got, he's getting you know, Hopefully man. Teddy don't kill you. Frank, yeah, Franklin got the uh, Frank, Franklin got the meat inside the uh, the museum, as we alluded to a little earlier. We're gonna circle back. We touching on uh, old boy in the hospital. Yeah, Norm Nixon's son. He in the hospital. Kane. Kane. Yes, sir. Louis. The king of the jungle. Louis becoming a little more rattled and unraveled. Mm. And she's trying to keep it together. And uh we got some new 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 people being introduced to us, man. We're gonna meet uh Franklin's fiance mother up in this thing, man. Yeah, Berenice, Berenice's mom. V. Anita Anita Baker. Cassandra. V. So let's get it, man. So those are all of the points, the key points, too. Let's go. Key, you already touched on, man. Jump back to your museum, man. Oh, okay. So now, you know, Sissy tells him, you know, to leave leave all that outside. Uh, after she convinced him in, you know, episode one, like, listen, we're going to do this. I know you might be leery, you know, about, you know, getting the other outside help us. Basically, Franklin wants him to sell. Franklin wants his money. Whatever, whatever's gonna get his money back, that's what Franklin wants to do. So, just like you said, a lot of a lot of these decisions are made because of vengeance and, and get back. Hey man, I think if Franklin would have been in the stock market around that time, uh, he would have. Gains and losses, and sometimes walk away. Was it ever really his money? No. It was monopoly money. But one thing, man, I was surprised at how close Teddy has gotten with this nurse, and how we got a twist because we thought we thought that nurse had got took. Remember, even Teddy thought the nurse got took. The nurse got picked up by the police right. and ended up, end up waiting at the police station, which I don't think we know the whole story about that. I don't think we know the whole story. I think I think this nurse is a mole. We locked in. Mm-hmm. Episode two. To sit down. Yeah, yeah man. I was saying, man. <sighs> Sexual feelings. You know, like Marvin Gaye say, Teddy. He got him a little love interest yet again. So that, that actually knocks him off his pivot anytime he's uh, infatuated with somebody. He don't have to bury one already. <laughs> that, man is a, that, man, that man is merciless, man. And I thought he was going to kill the, uh, the, the baby mama at one point because he couldn't get her to, uh, the, to, to, to go along with the plan and what he wanted to do. But she works for the agency, so it'll be 
would have been very hard for him to uh, kill her without that going on with that going unnoticed. So, I mean, it's almost like he knew his brother would die, right? Weak link, man. He was a weak link. Had a drug problem. Mm. Damn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He said it. Well, no, man. I, I mean, I would hate to be a, a cat or a dog at your house with three legs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We drink. Fed him. Hey, uh-huh. it's access to liability. He's a liability. <laughs> Looking up at the comments, huh? That's it, man. So, man, Franklin got the word. Hey, she gone. Old girl saying she was going to walk away from the game, diamond that is, because that was they, that was they understanding. Gonna be interesting to see if that's gonna she gonna uh, stand by that or will she be at some point an unsung hero that has to step in and make a sacrifice a sacrificial play to help save Franklin along the lines because he's full throttle man he's full speed ahead we got V going down the uh you know shuffle some money and do some banks filter do some banks down in Miami do some deals and coming back V I'm sorry his girl Veronique. And uh, Franklin's over there at the hospital, bounced over there, checking for Kane, letting Kane know what the circumstances is. T was interesting. And old girl, Sissy, she wanted to meet, she wanted to sit, see, well, she's seeing her brother. Now her brother is trying to get with Franklin so that they can they can have some words and get some straightening out here in these streets, man. Mm-hmm. Get some straightening. Um, it's a fair situation. It's interesting because uh, Gustavo, Gustavo, mm. he finally realized where he seen this KGB guy. The wedding. The wedding. The wedding. He saw him on the refrigerator in the picture. Like, oh, man. That's him. So everybody's starting to put all the pieces together, man. Unfortunately for Gustavo, he trapped, man, three different ways. He got the agency that he has to report to uh, that he's working with right now as a cooperating witness. Mm-hmm. He got Teddy, who's a rogue CIA, and he got the KGB that can all, all source his face. And all this man trying to do is save his family, <laughs> Get his kids to school, man. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. And, and he also got Franklin, you know, you know, you know, dangling him. So, you know, he 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 in all kind of different directions. Yeah, that man looking like a country fried snake steak right now, man. What is gonna be brown gravy or white? And so Gustavo is just a, he's an innocent domino spitter, right? Hey, man, hey, the problems that happen in the brown community mm-hmm. because of that white stuff is interesting. It, it, mm. it's, hey, so it, that, that brings up an interesting point. If it ain't a white man, it's some white stuff, some white powdery stuff that's taking <laughs> anthrax. That's, that's taking folks down, man. If it's some crack, the powder is interesting, man. Heroin is crazy. But yeah. Yeah, but poor Gustavo, right? I mean. I mean, poor Gustavo, right? I mean, he, hey, listen, he's, out of everybody, he's the only one 
that I was less sleep on the couch, right? Bro was just all what he was doing. He was doing some 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 uh some bootleg wrestling gigs in Mexico. <laughs> Looks like the Pulp Fiction guy, right? Yeah, he was happy just making his little two hundred dollars a night, and here it is. They don't brought him in the multi-million dollar drug deal. I'm Flipped sorry. the whole world upside down. See? Gustavo, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, this, this is going to be, this, this is the prelude to three, really, because, I mean, we don't really squeeze a lot out of one, and uh, two was really just, it was just. Uh, but, but two but two was turning up the heat, and then let me tell you why two, you know, everybody was trying to speed up the process and figure things out, you know. And like you said, Franklin went and told Kane, hey, it was Louis and the dirty cop, you know. Um, you know, Franklin, you know, trying to get his chess pieces right. Teddy trying to get his chess pieces right, see who's following him. You know, as we see the ladies all beat up and he makes sure that, you know, she gets to the sketch artist, you know, and he starts asking also. Hey, what's going on? You know, and Uso is getting paranoid. But also, there's a couple key things. One, I like the title, the sit down, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna get, I'm gonna come, I'm, I'm gonna circle back to that. You get, you get a long thing from Sissy, you know, where, um, you know. I'm going to come back to it. I lost my train of thought real quick. Sissy may end up having to kill Jerome. Yeah. Sissy tells, you know, Sissy told the the KGB guy, you know, Franklin Franklin is intelligent but serious, you know. And the KGB guy, you know, let him know, yeah, he is impressive, you know, but you don't really know his full intentions. Uh, Also, all of a sudden, you see Louis let uh, Jerome take the lead, you know. Mm. So, so now you're going to see, because she's like, oh, what, you're going to do about it? All of a sudden now, she goes from shot caller to, you know, letting Jerome take the lead, you know, while she can kind of chill out and ride her horses and sit in the back. So that's that's a new kind of a new role for no, her. No, 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 T. Tell it like it is, man. Tell it like it is. She's, you go ahead. You, you set me straight. She dangling. <laughs> she dangling. She dangling that little that little wet spot between her legs, and she all. She, you know what I'm saying? She using that as an activator to keep that man hair wet. Right now, at the end of the day, so she she played that. She hit him with the uh the batting of the eyes. You know he tried to kill me. He tried to kill me, and that has sent Jerome into a rage because he feels like, hey, that's the love of his life. He got to defend his woman and nephew. You wrong for that. So I got to get I gotta get you now because yeah. ain't nobody going to try my woman. But check it out. It's that classic example of where it all falls down. They say blood thicker than water. They talking about are they talking about hereditary blood or are they talking about period blood? Because uh, who is winning this one? Damn. Damn, they're harder than them ladies tonight, man. Huh? Well, 
You say I'm going hard on the ladies. I ain't going hard. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking. Hey, I'm speaking the truth. I'm speaking the truth because what we're seeing is I said the toxicity of these these relationships in brown neighborhoods where it is toxicity. Now here you go. You got to, You know what I'm saying? Uh, Romeo plus Juliet. Now seventeen thirty eight. You got a trap queen over here who knows how to position herself. She's a spider. She got Jerome in her web, and all she got to do is just continue to cry and say how foul things are, and he's going to run with her at the end of the day. Everybody so you, is driven Everybody so, is driven off emotion, man. So what you're trying to say is there's been a lot of tears that have taken place that have made a lot of people cry. Hey, uh, it's a lot of dead men over here because mm. of lies. It's a lot of dead men out there because of women lying. And uh, I'm not saying that Franklin Franklin didn't do what she said, but I'm saying that she's a spider right now, and she got Jerome in her web. So all she got to do is just, you know, string him along, Make him go go wherever she wanted to go by using lust, more or less. That's the driving force. Do she love Jerome? Hey. Mm. You Did didn't you see what he got beat by the cops. He got beat by the cops. He cried. Man, but you got to look at history of Louis. You know, go back all the way to one when she when she beat out basically her pimp. You know. The lady that was head of the club before she got the club. Louis is a master manipulator. Louis is a master manipulator. Louis is a gaslighter. She knows what buttons to push when she needs the buttons pushed. She knows she knows how to use her charms to get what she wants. She even did it with Franklin when Franklin was younger, you know. Then that started to change as he became a man. That's why I say I'm gonna refer to for, refer to Missy Elliott. Coochie don't fail me now. She got to turn him out. She hey, she did it with the woman she was with. She got her set up, and it was a, it was a sigh of relief for her that the woman wound up getting killed at the club because who who slid right in and took over the club, Louis. Exactly. Everybody when they, <laughs> hey Cleopatra. Hey, one by one, the dominoes fall, and she continue to rise up. She continue to move up the ladder. At the end of the day, Jerome is just a stepping stone. At the end of the day, man. So man, they gonna, love each other though. Yeah, I hear you. Toxic love. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see how this thing gonna play out, man. Peach is still on the run, man. On the side note, I wonder where we gonna find Peaches, or will they even play the character back into the show? Uh, in some shape or form before this thing all set sails. But season two, I mean, I'm sorry, episode two, hey, climactic, man. T, did you come back? Did you catch your point? I'm trying to set you up for the alley-oop right yeah. now, man. Yeah, people, hey, thank you for that alley I'm, I'm ready to dunk it. So here we go. There's some key points in this, including the title, and I'm going to come to that. I'm going to tie this all in. Uh Sissy asked Franklin, what do you want out of all of this, right? And Franklin says, I want my money and the life that I had before I got robbed, before Teddy robbed me, right? So Sissy asked him, 
Tussie asked him, you think you, you think you can attain all this with fighting with your family, you know? Teddy, what Teddy wants is, is like he wants to fight between the house, the house Negro and the field Negro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Basically, it's the classic divide and conquer. It's, it's basically the Trojan horse. You know what I mean? If if they're doing all this infighting, if they're fighting each other, that's less that Teddy has to do. Plus, Teddy is getting what he wants out of the situation. You know, people are moving the money. Plus the infight, and that's less Teddy has to watch what's going on because you know they got so many wars going on with each other, and the 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 point of Sissy making the 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 parallel between the field Negro and the house Negro definitely comes into play as we get into episode three. Uh, and we gonna roll into that but, real quick because because give just, me a minute, yeah, because because now. It's it's entitled the sit down, right? Absolutely. We all we all seen mafia movies, right? So how does how does the sit down supposed to go? Supposed to be right? some type of understanding. But sissy, sissy is the one that brokered it. We've seen Sopranos. We've seen the other shows, right? The what was the biggest problem with the sit down? It was only between Franklin. And his uncle, right? Jerome. Right. Yep. What's the problem with that? No mediator. No mediator, right? And then here go, to sit down. here go the sit-down rules, though, right? When you're in a sit-down, you're supposed to stop. The biggest, the biggest rule to sit down is respect. Even if you hear somebody lying, talking crazy, whatever, you're never supposed to call that man a liar. You're supposed to just out maneuver him, right? But without a mediator, how are they going to decide who gets what? Because basically, every time you had to sit down, that was to stop people. That was to stop them from hitting each other, in order for the business to go on for the you know for each side to make money, stop killing each other off, or whatever the problem is, right? That's the problem with the sit down. So whoever. Whoever, you know, the the rule to sit down is never be disrespectful. You can't raise your voice. Whatever decision is made is final. And it's the made man, you're not supposed to do what? You can't touch another made man. They broke all those rules. Wait a right? minute. Wait a minute. Jerome, put, Jerome put his hands on, 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 on Franklin. Right? That's yeah. why they called it the sit down. They broke every single rule to sit down hat. It's a war going on outside, in the words yeah. of uh, Mob D. Um, we ain't playing by no rules, and that's the thing. And Jay-Z said, nobody wins when the family fights. So we're going to see this thing unfold and play out in an unpopular manner. But all the while, I was just sitting here thinking, but all this killing in this show, I, I thought, well, wait, 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 wait. Uh, other than the, the one white high school friend, I only saw one white person get killed throughout <laughs> six seasons of bloodshed and murderous killing with semi-automatic weapons. I saw one white person get killed. Everybody else was brown. 
in this show. And now as I sat there and I dwelled on this, and you talk about the rules to this whole thing, this is it's running parallel. So you use Sopranos and other mob shows. I'm thinking, again, because Sissy relationship, relationship and casting on The Wire, that was supposed to be the big meeting on The Wire where everybody sat down at the table and they figured out which section, which neighborhood they was going to take, blase, blase, as they tried to form uh, the firm-like situation, a, a syndicate. Let me rephrase that. They were trying to form a, a understood syndicate and, and, and section off so that it would be less bloodshed and everybody got money and kept it moving. But this situation is a little different. We're talking about the invisible money that was neither Franklin's nor his uncle. And they're willing to die for a nominal figure of $70 million, which this was the 80s. You know, some 20, 40 years later, I'm sure that might have been double, triple the, the amount that it's worth at that given time. And I'm just saying this to say, <clears throat> before we jump on the three, man, <sighs> yo, this show is really, uh, season six, I'm I'm loving season six because this, this shit is really therapy for me because when you look at it, it's, mm. it's talking about so much social issues and dynamics in the family structure that's so fucked up in the brown community. And I'm not saying that this is not, a, this is not a, a, a bigotry statement that I'm trying to make here, but I'm not saying there's anything uh, so sweet uh, on the other side of the coin in, in Caucasian households, but in the, in, in, in the black community, uh, it's pitiful from the lower level of the underworld and the way things are played out. It's never about loyalty. It's uh, it's it's really like any given Sunday when mm. it comes down when it when it comes down to this dope game because it's it's just vicious. There there is really no understanding. The only person that's really getting a pass out of all of this, the only person that's able to walk on both sides of the water, is Scully. Oh, Scully, DeAndre Bonds, the Israelite Scully. Oh, I'm sorry. My mm. <laughs> I just threw that one out there. No pun, guys. Mm. No pun. No pun. Not a hate me. Yeah. But let's close out, too, man, because, I mean, we kind of well, got to the point. Well, hold on. Let me finish real quick. Yeah, there's no mediator. You know, you got them going back and forth saying he the shit to each other. But also, you know, when you got those mafia rules or the sit-down rules, you know, that I just went over. Who normally teaches you those rules? How do you get school? The capo. The capo, but who else? Normally normally in the Italian, it's a family business, right? The how many how, how, how many Tonys is it? So who are you going to learn from? Your father. So tying back into what you're saying, Tone, you know, you see the absence you know, or the father. The father would be the person to school you. The uncle would be the person to school you on 
how you're supposed to handle yourself in a sit-down, how you're supposed to handle yourself in business. You're not supposed to, you know, haul off and punch somebody, you know, as the older person. You should have more restraint. But once again, we see we see Uncle Jerome lose restraint, just like he did in the street when he beat the lady, the lady to death, just like we've seen him do other people. But even Franklin, Franklin lost his cool, too. Now you don't pull the gun in a on restaurant full of people on your uncle. And everybody know the rules of the hood. You pull the gun, you got to you gotta shoot. You got to pull it. That's the second person you don't pull the gun. You put the gun on the auntie. Now you don't put the gun on the uncle. Mm. And you ain't shoot. Oh, you know? this going to be a dream. This is so, a dream, man. So the sit down definitely comes into play. Definitely what Sissy told Franklin comes into play because, you know, now you got the house niggas battling with the field niggas. You know what I'm saying? You got the fight going on. You know? So I'm going to just leave it at that. Yeah, they should have put some Jay-Z in there. But, you know, the song that did come in, and and, and I'm going to leave off, Slipping in the Darkness by Mm. War. By War. Yeah. I like that. But one thing that made me laugh, and we skipped over that, with with the mom, and we'll get into more of the mom in three, say la vie. That's life. That's kind of an 80s song that they threw in the late 80s by 86. But, yeah, mm-hmm. when her part, they they put in that say la vie. So I'm going to leave that alone until we get into three. Try it all in. Ah, uh, yeah, Mike. I'm going back to Africa. My man over here, Leon, a.k.a. Marcus Garvey, mm. done made his way out to Ghana. Him and uh, a fish named Wanda, I mean, a chick named Wanda. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that's like, the, she's like the uh, Mary Madden. Uh, yeah, Wanda. Wanda. Wanda done made it out there, man. So they it's funny that you say that, man. Quick said, wait. That's funny that you say that, Fish called one of them. It's funny how you saying about tight casting, right? Yeah. How the hell does Jamie Lee Curtis play a hole in what's the movie, Eddie Murphy? Changing Places. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. you had... Trading Places. Yeah, Trading Places. You had Jamie Lee Curtis play a hole. And then, you know, because you just said a fish caught one, that's what made me think of. But then yeah. you also had you also had somebody play a hoe and pretty woman. Mm. And then how is these, when, when when we got a white lady play a hoe, how come it looks positive? But I, I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm just, you know, it's just some random thoughts. Milk money. They, they, they change the character. They change the body. So, Julia Roberts, they don't make it repeated so you don't feel offended. But when you see people consistently play similar roles, like Kim Whitley, for example, 
who's always in a harlot manner. He's like, ah, careful, careful. Here we go again. And mind you, she's a she's a bright woman from a great background, uh-huh. great family. She's a Delta. She's one of the divine nines. I but just got into a fight with somebody over Lynn Whitfield, uh, a thin line between love and hate. Uh, I mean, I still love her, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's a horror too, in 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 oh, most flicks that she, that she that she plays in. But let me not stray like a bullet out here hitting anybody in the crowd. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they go to Ghana, and um, let's not be. Let, let me be clear about Africa. Mm-hmm. This this is a this is a this is a message to Wakanda and this film and all the other films to come. Mm-hmm. Let's stop selling Africa as home of all black people, cause it ain't. The world is home to all black people. We're everywhere. We're on every landmass. We're birthed there. Our origins are from there. I ain't trying to give nobody no history lesson, but I'm saying this to say Africans ain't waiting for Americans to come there and vice versa. There's a big disconnect, but that's going to be a whole nother show. Um, Land yeah, man. but he looked good in the the dashikis with the Iverson braids. Like, what's it, what's it I mean, niggas need to trade the basketball jersey for dashikis, nigga. Well, hey, David Stern tried to make it happen, but then um, this here guy loosened up the uh, the dress code. Now we got guys wearing dresses that ain't that ain't Scottish. Um, mm. so uh, they're not Celtic. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> yeah. But the the Africa play is cool, but it ain't cool in a certain sense because it's a little unrealistic. It's a jaded fairy tale um, in the storyline to me that kind of put people in a place of searching for something that is is a fallacy. Um, Long story short. They went to Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey. 400 years of slaves, all of the Atlantic slave trade, all in the one. Although it's not stated, I'm going to state it. By this point, all of the broken families that lost people are not going to just be like, hey, they left and they never came back. Yo, stories gonna come down the pipeline generationally of shit went bad in our family, and we got kin folks that got taken and put on the ship. Like I said, ain't nobody from Africa looking for nobody mm. from America to put the pieces together. So let's stop the bullshitting and let's properly educate people and and, and stop using this as a saving grace. This is the illusion or the facade of Marcus Garvey and other people that, hey, Africa is a safe haven for us, but let's not forget that Idi Amin killed over 300,000 of... Hey, come on, man. What the hell is going on here, man? Hey. You know how I feel about Idi Amin. Reaganomics, niggeromics. Right now, you getting it. 
He he had sex with Madeline Albright. It don't matter who he had sex with, but he killed over oh. three hundred thousand of his own people. There's been there's been civil wars on the land, tribal wars on the land. So ain't shit sweet in Africa. So if people think that they finna pack up their bags and go to a place where everybody gonna be welcoming them and shit gonna be cool, they lie. It ain't. They show they show expose the poverty aspect of Ghana as he was down in the market area. It's not developed in all places. That's King of Scotland. There's issues throughout the country. There's countless documentaries that say, hey, irrigation, uh, water is an issue. All of the basic necessities that people think or they take for granted here in America is not flowing like water in our places. Now, don't get me wrong. There is development throughout various countries, and there's 54, 58 different countries on the continent of Africa. But we got to stop selling that phony-ass dream, and they try to make it all look all romantic because he went from in the village with a dashiki on to standing on the beach looking like Eddie Murphy in Zamunda. And in the a, in a, in a snap of a finger, and I was like, "Damn, how you get a suit out there with that nice little crown and everything?" But Leo, well, you know what Dave Chappelle's manager said about Africa? Was that? I mean, he said he saw a damn a damn mermaid. Okay, no problem. And Donald Trump called it a shithole. So hey, we even. <laughs> hey, <clears throat> as I say. Leon kind of felt one way about it. Now he got to come back to the States and face reality, man. Episode three, we on this hoe. We at your neck right now. And uh, the door of no return. The door of no return, man. Let's get it, bro. Let's get it. Hey, this, this for me, I think they spent too much time showing showing uh, Wanda's um, see, let me pop, let me stop you right there. You see, you almost <laughs> said Wakanda. See, there you go. That fake shit. Go ahead. Hey, the reason, you know what? Let me get on fucking Wakanda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's no fucking Wakanda, people. We got people actually looking for Wakanda on the map. Now, I think it's beautiful that people want to have a fantasy place could possibly go where they have education, where they have, you know, uh, beautiful culture, things like that. But the problem with people is instead of trying to have a fantasy place to go, they need to try to create that shit in their own backyard. Let's say that first. You know what I'm saying? Get the education on, show that kind of love in your own backyard. You don't need to escape to Africa. But the door of no return. After a little bit of research, you find out there actually is places, door of no return, fucking castles for the slave trade that was in Ghana, that was in uh that was in a couple other uh African spots where literally is a little hole where people can see the ocean and, they, you know, there's a lot of irony in that. 
when you think of the ocean, which you also too, when you saw the little commercial for Snowfall, Snowfall had a little, you know, the white powder. And I didn't know if you noticed, but on this Snowfall, it was black, like black sand. So now you got a little hole leaving from castles on the beach where you would think, you know, the beach is a place of leisure, a place to swim, relax. But just like the title would tell you, there's a do or no return. You know, basically for a lot of people, I guess, in the middle passage, whoever came in there, you know, basically the, the ocean became a graveyard. Some that Killmonger told you, I'd rather drown, you know, than go to, like the guy was saying, than go to hell. You know, because he was saying, hey, the outsiders came, you know, and took a lot of these people. But, you know, before, you know, doing the different wars, you know, some of those, some of those people were also being sold off. But to skip all that, basically, I thought they took too much time showing Wanda. It's kind of foreshadowing, though, because I think either Wanda, Leon, or both Wanda and Leon are going to perish. Oh, no, come on. Come on, Coach. Don't do me like that, baby. Because, hey, she say, look, there's nothing in America for us. Like, I want to get away from America. I don't want no more parts of America. Like, I'm fine here. I'm happy here, you know. You see them drinking out the coconut, the coconut water, enjoying themselves. And she says, man, like, look, it's perfect. If we go back, I'm a crackhead again, you know. <laughs> so even so, even when they leave that, you know, Leon, Leon even says to his, to his new wife, hey, when people escape slavery, they didn't want no parts of that. They're going to stay away from slavery. But if you're a crackhead, you're going to look back. Mm. And that's what he's saying, knowing that his wife is an ex-crackhead, <laughs> which is crazy, which I didn't understand why he married her, if, if that's how you feel. But also in this, um, as, you know, they they different, they talking about different things, why he feels like he has to go back home, he looks up at the mirror of J.J. Rollins, Jerry John, which which I didn't, you know, some of my ignorance, I didn't understand that it was a flight lieutenant. Lived to be 73, 73 years old. He had a law degree from Mega Everest College. And this this man that he looked up at the mirror and saw, he was in a couple of revolts. He was actually the president in Ghana at some point. So you look at that, man, you got a lot of power struggles going on. And even in that, he is just like, look, and he even tells uh, Franklin later on, he was like, yeah, you sometimes you got to do violence in order to move the people forward. So, All I'm saying is this. Yeah. People worry about discrimination in America, not understanding that apartheid, though, has been written out of law, still being practiced in 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 various parts of the continent of Africa. Yeah, got a lot of traveling. Shit ain't sweet. You go somewhere. So 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 slavery is kind of like a a foreign exchange program with bad paperwork. Bam, and you yeah. go certain places now. 
you know, like for example, and I know this in a different region, but you know, I'm listening to to something. You go to Johannesburg, and there's certain parts of Johannesburg that is specifically for blacks, and it's specifically for whites. They still live in segregation, although apartheid has been, has been abolished. Uh, and and that's an expression as well too. You know, a person who's fond of black people is still considered, uh, you know, wiggle lovers, and it's mm-hmm. frowned upon. I think they call them kites, and over there, if that's the proper expression, if not, uh, pardon me for losing that 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 term that they refer to as people who uh, intermix with Negroes, but you can't have a black business in a white neighborhood. You can't have a white business in a black neighborhood. So telling y'all, man, that ain't, it ain't, it ain't what they sell it to be. Ain't nobody waiting on us. Ain't nobody waiting on us. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be, hey, you know what? My chips is up over here. I'm about to go ball out in Africa. It ain't going to be that either. Because a lot of the work that you got to put in where people say, oh, man, I say, hey, man, why don't you go and get some land and do, I ain't going to do no farm work. Well, you're going to have to build it from scratch in most cases over there. Yeah, if but I, I, I thought if you if you walk around, it just sounds like those dudes on the old Lifesaver commercials. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But, nah, it, uh, you know, like I said, um, taking that for granted, Lee, yeah, they had they had a nice little getaway. They 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 found a little bit of peace uh, in what Ghana had to offer to them, and um, it was a good escape for them getting out of the gun violence and the drug scene from what they were from what they had <laughs> what what they're having in California. But make no hey, listen, this to this day, and I seen this uh, this last week. The Crips are moving into Africa. I mean, the Bloods are moving into Africa. Um, oh, can you say that again? The Bloods blood are is moving into Africa. Uh, on top of the tribal gangs that we are unaware of that they have on that on on, on that side of the world, and also um, the illicit drugs is big issues out there right now. Man, they was having a lot of problems um, with uh, uh, they was having a lot of problems with heroin out there. Um, and how can they afford heroin in Africa? Uh, Chinese. Oh, oh, Chinese, Chinese imports. Chinese imports. Okay. I guess they got WalMarts. So Chichini. It it is what it is. Um, they are the uh, you know Chinese is the biggest. Import export country in the world, all over the place. Uh, Speaking of that, uh, how come we haven't seen any? I guess the Chinese didn't live in California in the eighties, right? I only seen one white person die in five seasons. I'm gonna just say that. Okay. Yeah. To the point. Leon back. He checking in, doing his due diligence. He hollering at everybody. First place he go, he go holler at Big D. What's up? What's popping? What the hell going on? That scene was crazy. 
As long as you stay out of my way, you ain't got no problems. Mm. That's how you get greeted back by setting somebody up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got the video games going. You got somebody having sex in the living room. You know, just your typical, typical <laughs> shit. Trap house, man. Wild you know scene. what I mean? Trap house. Wild scene. Right. Wild scene. Wild scene in the trap. my way. But, I mean, listen, hey, let me let me ask y'all a question now. This, this is Snowfall related, but this is more on the lines of drug dealing. Why is it? That they make drug dealing in the in the brown community seems so bad, so disgusting, so vile. When on the flip side of the coin, I mean, a big big uh, heroin issue uh, in the United States, uh, fentanyl issue in the United States. Uh, there is. You know, there's, 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 I'm going to point out some places. There's Iowa, there's Minnesota, there's Wisconsin, uh, and, and vast areas where it's not a brown community. That's, and so white folks are selling the dope. Why does it seem like the black side of the drug dealing aspect is such a zoo? CVS or Walgreens. Yeah, they have a they have a receipt. But I want to know, you know, what happened to meth labs or you know these trailer parks that's in New Orleans, eight miles. You know, that's right next to the hood. You know, I guess that's not an epidemic. No, sir. We got eight miles. You got uh you know, uh Seattle, you got Portland. It, but it but it just seems though like when the, the the depiction of drug dealers and their element in black film, it has to be so rambunctious and loose like Rome. And on you the know, right side of we had we a hey, on the white side of it. We had the whole Showtime series weeds in the suburban neighborhood. You know, making clean cut drug deals. You know, people don't feel that weed is a, a, a big big situation. Or even if you look at what was it? What was a crazy? And I know it wasn't all based on drugs, but what was it Nip Tuck? But it was a lot of drugs in Nip Tuck. You well, know, there was. Did you watch? Did you watch that? There's this one show that came out. There's a, a Dutch company in Iowa called Pella Windows, and they, they're a glass window company, and they're even here in Oklahoma, and and, and there's this stuff called ice, and and you, they're, they're kind of interchangeable, like you know, caskets of dead bodies filled up with heroin coming back here, you know, mm. that's important. Yeah, crazy man. No foul, man. Leon, don't check but, in. But the question you pose, real quick: those people stuck on meth. Let, let's get into it real quick, and then I'm gonna let it go. Yo, yeah. Look at motherfucking Iron Man. He was a crackhead. 
But look at look at nobody ever brings that up when we talk about Iron Man. You know, three three huge movies. Look at Tender Two Man. Same thing. Look at look at uh, Stephanie from Full House. Yeah, Stephanie from Full House. She lost her whole top row of teeth. You know, meth head. But listen, them people on meth, hey, they're not doing nothing wrong. It's not a coke head. They need help. Those people need help. You know what I mean? It's the, same, it's the same thing that happens in reality. Oh, we got, we got to send them to rehab. They need help. If you in the hood, they taking your ass to jail. They whooping your ass. You don't need no help. That's Jamie Lee Curtis, she's on, uh, yeah. she's ODing on Activia as as a hermaphrodite. Are they shooting you over two cheeseburgers, man? <laughs> like old dogs. <laughs> West Coast, that was a nice one. I liked it. <laughs> Suck on that. Hey, hey, that's why Leon bought. That's why Leon bought uh, Franklin on cheeseburgers. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but Leon. I mean, but we all need a guy, man. I mean, we all need a guy like Leon, though, right? Leon stuck. Leon done went and made his rounds. He went and checked in, went and hollered at Jerome. Jerome didn't take a liking to him, and he uh, gave him his walking paper saying, man, you ain't family. Take your shit with you. That's your little gift that you brought from Africa. Africa, take it on back with you, man, and get on out of here. So Leon. Is that Leon's cousin? Nah, that's Franklin Homeboy. But Leon is, is put in a place as soon as he returns. He put right back in the middle of things. Uh, as he tried to exit the game, he goes to Franklin, and Franklin tells him, hey, I need you. Period. <laughs> we got to get it. And uh, you can't tell me no. And you can't tell him no because, Franklin, they took care of the work. They they killed Leon. Mm. Is that a tighter bond, or does that put you in a bond? Uh, I mean, a lot of people seem to be in this series as we closing out in the sixth season of uh, Snowfall. A lot of people are in unusual predicaments, you know, where they tired, man. They tired. They want to enjoy the 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 monetary gains of the business, the uh, uh, street business and uh, try to have a normal life. And uh, as they say, man, the game won't let you go. And, and we, we're seeing a lot of people caught up. We're seeing Gustavo caught up in a situation of probable indictment um, mm. where he's going to have to aid uh, a, a, an agency. If he survives, we got Leon and Wanda returning. Which I'm going to circle back on Wanda in a second. But Leon and Wanda returning from the retreat. And uh, they're put in an awkward position of uh, being unwelcome as they return back to the States from Africa. But Leon is forced really back into the game, even though he don't want to be in the game. And uh, it's a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people playing a very dangerous, vicious, vicious uh 
bad guy. It ain't even about the cops. These are robbers robbing one another. What they say, uh, ain't no ain't no loyalty in thieves, or what, what's the expression about thieves? Amongst thieves, ain't no yeah, no 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 loyalty, no honor, no honor amongst thieves. All right, so all the thieves are basically circling one another like Indians, and uh, they coming for a scalping. I mean, I'm still not gonna let Teddy sleep on my couch. Yeah, Teddy, the Lone Ranger. Unfortunately, he out there on the rope. But Wanda, Wanda, come back, go to Grandma's house. <laughs> oh my God, what a harsh, what a harsh scene, man. Very sad. You know, she's gotten herself together, but family remembers how they were taken advantage of. <laughs> grandma and Grandma laid her out on the doorsteps, letting her know that she is not welcome there. She didn't even open the screen door, uh, just recalling that when she was struggling at her worst, she stole from her. And uh, mm-hmm. Grandma let her know, I ain't forget that. I have not forgotten that, and I don't want to see you. So uh, kick rocks, Wanda. Oh, my bad. No pun. <laughs> That's part of the oppressed. Yeah. Yeah. Tough, man. Even when you try to get your shit together. Like you said, like you said, uh, Coach T, nobody nobody badgering uh Robert Downey Junior about his about his legal woes and, and his substance abuse. He still got casted and made millions of dollars. But here Wanda one of the characters fixed herself up, got herself straight, and she can't even go get no meatloaf from Grandmama. No, no rehab in Malibu. Crazy, crazy. Let's tighten up three, man. We can close it out, fellas. You know, basically, man, what I, you know, the refrain, you know, these fucking drugs, man, they, they, they're ter- they. You can't have no real relationships if you want to get involved in this game. You know, you ain't gonna have no family. You ain't gonna have no friends. You're just gonna have to have people that basically help you make more money. He that keep the wheels turning. You know, this shit tear everything apart. In the hood, the hood suffers the worst. Well, we gotta send our kids to school to learn how to make legal drugs that are really good. Yeah, that's yeah. it, man. We need more, we need more pharmacies, not street pharmacies. <laughs> yeah, more legal we need, drugs. We need legal pharmacies. We don't need street pharmacies. Which, yeah, which, which, in essence, some of these street pharmacies, man, it got to be brilliant. Otherwise, you'd be blowing shit up. You're making this crack and all this other bullshit. Trust me, it takes science for this stuff, man. So. It's not like these people are uneducated, but you just well, gotta you just gotta do it the hard way, like 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 my boy Milwaukee. You gotta do it the hard way. You can't you know you can't try to change kind of roller skate uphill. Well, I mean, I think we should just stop making crack, and we should make a pharmaceutical drug called Creation. Hey, the door no return, man. Like I said, man, chemical chemistry. At the end of the day, the French Connection has been uh, 
called upon to jump up into this thing. So we like Assassin's Creed, bro. We getting it all. We getting it all, Coach T. Uh, Wanda's, Wanda's mother has uh, been enlisted to help try to recoup this money, and she's coming in with an angle saying, hey, if Teddy stole it from y'all, ain't no way he gave that straight to the government because they're going to want to know where it came from. Also, he he he, could, he couldn't have did it by himself. She said, you know, Cassandra said he had to have help, and he, and it's something he couldn't have done by himself. You know, and she knows where and she knows where to look. She brings up an interesting point. Um, always interesting to see the French or the Creoles or the I, I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't decipher I couldn't decipher if it was French or was it a, a Haitian Creole because I know she went to Miami. So I don't know if that's where she went and grabbed her mom's from. But right. Neither. And we had some Haitians earlier. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but just I'm I'm making a mention of the French connection is because uh, that ties into the cocaine trade, uh, more or less, from uh, oh. some other from some other films, man. The Galatians over there in uh, Spain and Portugal, France. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, shipping, exporting, which, by the way, cocaine is legal. Heroin is or legal or decriminalized in Portugal and Spain, and they have no epidemic. I wonder yeah. why. Well, because we got we let bulls run in the streets. <laughs> Nah, I think it's more along the lines, like they say, man. When you put a limit on something, it, it creates a desire. It creates a desire. Um, but the uh, the drug overdose rate, and I, I looked into this a while ago, but the drug overdose rate from cocaine or from heroin is, is not even a half a percent, uh, at least being reported um, from either one of those countries. And they sit on the, on the uh, Iberian Peninsula. And it's a lot of dope flow from there, through there, through France, all the way down to backside of uh, Brazil, by and, and, and into the islands of Cuba, man. That good coca. So yeah, I once bought a chemistry kit where you could grow crystals in the dark. Hmm. So but I mean, but I mean that's the same thing you have with weed in Canada or hemp, you know. You don't have, you know, the same issues with weed in Canada. I mean, look at you remember Red, uh, Mr. Williams from the Dolphins. You don't have the issues with weed in Canada as you do in the United States. It's a very similar thing. Right. Yeah. Interesting show, man. Three shows in. Three shows in. The door, no return. The fallout and the sit down. Season six, the finale. Let's man, let's make a let's let's make a little few predictions on here, man. Is Franklin gonna make it? Is he gonna live out the series, or will he will will, will he need his demise? What y'all? Sissy's think? gonna die. Sissy's gonna leave us. Franklin is gonna go crazy. Strong words, Coach T. Any hot takes? Well, I already told you, Leon, Leon or Wanda gonna get it, or both. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I 
they got to go deal with this dude. <laughs> oh man, that's why they so. That's why they gave him all that time in the beginning of episode three. So I'm like, damn, when we gonna leave Africa and get back to America? You know, because think about how how much time they spent in Ghana, and then all of a sudden, you know, he gets back and asks what's been going on. What I would have liked them to do was slow down. <laughs> Because look at look at all you had the murder in the barbershop, you know, you had the murder at the car the car wash place, you had them hitting back in the club, you had them going into Franklin's house, you had them going to Franklin's job, they ran through all of that in like less than a minute and a half, you know, but you spent like thirty minutes in Gunner. It's a love so, story, man. It's a love story. So. Right, but they trying to make you, you know, love that character because, you know, Wanda, Wanda finna uh, either crack out like we seen on Miami Vice or we seen on uh, mm. Dead, Dead Presidents when, 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 when Chris Tucker was sitting in the chair. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have, you probably going to have Wanda overdose. Yeah, Pookie. Pookie and, uh, New Jack City. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the character's name is was it not Pookie? Is uh Chris Chris Tucker. Not Chris Rock. Chris Tucker in, in Dead Presidents. When he yeah, yeah, with the needle in his arm. Yeah. You gonna have that's how Wanda gonna be. They're gonna let her you know. I wonder Wanda gonna have the titties out then. Like yeah. No, hey, come on man. I, hey man, that's a, this is a <laughs> love story, bro. Yeah, that was yeah. foreshadowing. You know, they they had to make you feel in love with Wanda. Make you know, you know, ain't nothing there for you well, know. And she looks she good. She looks good too. Oh, uh, she looked damn good. Uh, mm-hmm. but Teddy, but the mom, the mom was wrong because because the mom said Teddy didn't take her out because he didn't have any fear or you know she didn't matter. No, Teddy didn't take her ass out because he still wants to hold something over Franklin. And when Teddy, you know, he knows Franklin is going to come after him at some point. So the reason why Teddy didn't take out Sissy, because now that's that's his chess piece. That's the queen for Franklin later on. When Teddy gets in a in a in a in a trap again, that's going to be Teddy's out. That's why he left her alone. That's why he just killed the dad, not her. I love so, it, man. Yeah. That's my the usage, usage of the, of of, of uh, chess as an analogy. Um, the queen can move across the board and do a lot of things that the king can't do. Uh, Louis is looking like the queen, and she's playing Franklin as the king on the opposite side. I say everybody dies. Except for those two, and uh, it, it's it's gonna be a wild ending. Is my hot take? I'm saying everybody did. Everybody done. No, nah, man, I'm not. I'm not ready for that though. Everybody. Jerome gonna die too. Hey, come on, man. Hey, I can't. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Honestly, 
That's all right, man. I'll send you a shower cap and some activator for that ball head, bro. <laughs> no, man, Jerome, I mean, he, I, I just, yeah. I can't, I'm not ready for it. Gotcha. How are you around here looking like Mr. Clean, my guy? It's all good. I mean, but what about Louie? I mean, you know, I don't, I mean, if I see her walking down the street randomly, I don't, do I hug her? Do I grab my gun? You know, I don't I know mean, what to do. I mean, unless unless she's backdoored, and we are in our speculation, man, as we're getting ready to close out for the night. Unless she's backdoored by a diamond off of some pure vengeance, I just, she she has a way of slithering out of her circumstances. She survived uh, an assassination attempt on her life already. Uh, so I don't know. I, I wish Franklin would have kept the cane and kept the Kaiser Sose role that he was carrying on with throughout. Maybe it would have benefited him a little more. Um, but we shall see, man. We shall see. Hey, you already know Jerome won't take no bullets for him this time, man. She ain't going to get hit again. <laughs> yeah, man. It was fun, man. Oh, We're going to get ready. I hope we ain't bring Spot him, got him on as a special guest. <laughs> no snitches, man. No snitches. Mm. No snitches. Yeah, yeah man. My. But this is a good section, man. Good show right here, man. Uh, y'all follow us. Y'all check out the old shows. Season five is up um, as far as the playbacks to this. And check out all the other shows that we've done on the podcast, man. Let's get ready for season six finale Wednesday. Uh, the next episode for Franklin. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be interesting. And man, we got we got to catch up again, y'all. We got to do something on sports. NFL is about to be crazy, crazy, crazy with the transitions and transactions mm. uh, over the next couple of weeks or leading up to the draft. A, hey, hey, one one of them dominoes already fell to the Saints, and uh, yeah, we seeing and we seeing uh we seeing a lot of fuckery going on up there, you know, up there in Baltimore. So, you know, my heart is breaking for that, you know, for the local talent up there. You know, the man ain't do nothing but you know keep on being down the MVP every year with less and less talent. And uh, New York is um, busy, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but man, if I'm if I'm the Jets or the Raiders, I'm trying to go get Garoppolo, or I'm trying to get something and then still draft something. I'm not waiting on uh, that diva up there in Green Bay. Yeah, I go back and watch ballers starting that season three coming forward. We living it in real life. Until next time, man, I thank y'all for coming on, doing this show. I'll see you in a couple of days so we can do the next one. Peace. Peace.